Welcome to listen Pretty Immunity Subchapter Rock Sugar. There are stories related to most of us. You can drop me a friendly message or start sharing your stories. Short one will do on Pretty Immunity. We have social media on Facebook and Instagram. For Spotify listener, there's a Q&A right below the episode. So, what you can do is click and reply. to acknowledge it. It comes from my expectation, my work that I'm engaging in. There have been lots of information, activities, and being someone out of touch for quite some time, I kind of freak out. So, to some audiences, you have heard of FOMO, FOMO, but to some may not aware. This means fear of missing out. So I decided to talk about it, share what is FOMO in today's episode. And not forgetting, also share the link of the article and write out of today's contents. In hope to reach out to anyone at any time in need. What is FOMO, FOMO? It's a phenomenon that refers to the feeling or perception that others are having more fun, better lives, or experience better things than you are. It involves a deep sense of envy and affects self-esteem. FOMO is not a new concept and has been around for centuries. However, it has only been studied during the past few decades. Beginning with 1996, a research paper by marketing strategist Dr. Dan Herman, who coined the term of fear of missing out since the advent of social media. FOMO has become more obvious and has been studied more often. Social media has accelerated the formal phenomenon in several ways. It provides a situation in which you are comparing your regular life to the highlights of others' lives. Therefore, your sense of normal becomes skewed and you seem to be doing worse than your peers. You might see detailed photos of your friends enjoying fun times without you, which is something that people may not have been so readily aware of in past generations. Social media creates a platform for bragging, 
it is where things, events, and even happiness itself seems to be in competition at times. People are comparing their best, picture-perfect experiences, which may lead you to wonder what you are lacking. So if you are experiencing FOMO, here are some quick tips that might help you. Minimize social media usage. Limiting your time on social media can help reduce feelings of FOMO. Focus on your own goals instead of comparing yourself to others. Focus on your own goals and aspirations. Practice gratitude can help shift your focus from what you don't have to what you to what you do have. Be present. Try to be present in the moment and enjoy what you are doing instead of worrying about what others are doing. Remember that everyone experiences FOMO at some point in their lives. It's important to recognize when it's affecting your well-being and take steps to manage it. This is a very simple uh, search when I, you know, from the Microsoft Bing, which I will share the link. Another one that another article I selected is under Psychology Today. It provides us ten ways to overcome fear of missing out, because FOMO threatens your enjoyment of life. Here's how to beat it. The key points: a common sentiment of many people who have FOMO is that they like to keep their options open. To help avoid this feeling. Try slowing down, practicing discernment, and being willing to not have it all. Mindfulness, savoring the moment, and cultivating an attitude of gratitude may also help. And how the article started with, in our previous blog post, we addressed the concept of fear of missing out. FOMO, in short, and the dangers of being possessed by these insidious conditions. FOMO plagues a growing portion of the population. People who either overcommit and fail to fulfill many of their commitments, or choose to avoid agreements and commitments as much as possible. In most cases, the motivation for their action. Or inaction is a fear that in making an agreement, that they are losing the chance to engage in other experiences that could result in greater personal gratification or satisfaction. A commonly felt sentiment of many people who have FOMO is, "I like to keep my options open." So below we suggest. Tense practices to help free you from the grip of FOMO and enhance the quality of your relationships as well as your overall well-being. Slow down. Most of us move at a faster pace, faster pace than is necessary or beneficial to our best interests. Practice taking your time when eating, driving. 
talking, making love, or engaging in the task of everyday living. It can be helpful to post reminders of this intention in prominent places in order to support yourself. We used to have a sign in our kitchen that simply read, slow down. It worked. Enlisting the support of others, particularly those with whom you live or with whom you have close relationships, can also be very helpful. Practice discernment. In regard to distinguishing what is truly important and necessary from what is merely desirable and choose to eliminate or eliminate some of the things that don't contribute to the deepening of the quality of your life experience. Be willing to say no to more things. This will provide you with more time to devote to those experiences that are more deeply rewarding. Remember, more is necessarily better. Focus on the kinds of things that enhance the quality, not the quantity of your experiences. Go for the experience, not the symbol. There are always going to be people we admire and perhaps envy. It's the grass is greener on the other side syndrome. Envy can easily become resentment if we fail to recognize the opportunities available in our own lives to create experiences that are life-enhancing. Focusing on the experience, a feeling of accomplishment, adventure, connection, fun, self-respect, freedom that underlies the object of symbol, wealth, marriage, a sports car, a luxurious home, Help us distinguish what is truly fulfilling from that which can only provide a temporary feeling of pleasure. Pleasure is wonderful, but an obsessive preoccupation with it can diminish our ability to experience the deeper fulfillment that comes from nourishing our soul. Be willing to not have it all. Needs are limited. Desires are endless. Accepting the essential futility of trying to fulfill every desire we have is much wiser than indulging all of our impulses for gratifications. Prioritizing certain activities enables us to let go of others. Decide what your highest priorities are and focus on them. The word decide comes from the Latin decidere, which means to cut off. Deciding what to prioritize requires us to cut off other options, but makes it possible to give clearer attention to those have heart and meaning for us. One thing at a time, even if those around us are multitasking, we don't have to. Since the 1990s, Psychologists have conducted experiments on the limits of multitasking, and studies are conclusive. Subjects exhibit, exhibit, exhibit 
that severe interference when asked to perform even very simple tasks simultaneously. The human brain can only respond to one action request at a time. Psychiatrist Eamon M. Hallowell describes multitasking as a mystical activity in which people believe they can perform two or more tasks simultaneously as effectively as one. When people attempt to apply themselves to many tasks or too many tasks at a time, they are usually not successful. When they are focused on a single task and give their full attention to it, not only are they more likely to be successful in producing a high quality result, but their level of satisfaction while performing the task is much higher. Practice mindfulness. Rather than chasing after what may be just an illusion of happiness, we can gently strive for the deep satisfaction that comes with the cultivation of mindfulness. The practice of being present in our lives and giving non-judgmental awareness to our moment-to-moment experience rather than desperately seeking rock star recognition cultivate the mastery of enjoying mundane pleasures civil Borstein's book don't just do something sit there provides insights into how you can integrate this practice into your life prioritize relationships over acquisitions in terms of our well-being quality relationships trump quantity of possessions and experiences every time investing time and energy in relationships and cultivating the skills that they require may be one of the best things that we can do to bring higher levels of fulfillment into our lives which is a wonderful antidote to the compulsive activity that characterizes FOMO. Savor the moment. Take time to linger on pleasurable experiences rather than rushing through them in the hunt for the next thrill. Really smell the coffee and the roses and other delightful scents that you encounter. Take the time to thoroughly take pleasure in the sensory delights that enter into your field of awareness and cultivate the fine art of savouring the taste, the tastes, sights and other sensations that you encounter in your daily life. Cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Instead of chasing fantasies we believe will fulfill us, we can cultivate gratitude. These practices or this practice allows us to more deeply appreciate what we have rather than focusing on what we lack or desire. FOMO is fear of not having something that is necessary for our well-being. Gratitude allows us to count the blessing in our life right now, in this moment when life is actually going on. The last but not least, enjoy the process. Integrating these practices into your life can be a labor of love and can be experienced as a blessing and an opportunity rather than a series of obligations. Let yourself take pleasure in the heightened level of relaxation and ease that comes into your life as you gift yourself with these experiences. It's not just you, everyone in your life benefits from losing FOMO. 
How's that? Sharing two articles in one go. After going through these two articles and the contents, I do feel more relaxed and trying to practice the number one or number two. How about you? Bless you. See you next time.